Hello everyone, and welcome to another beer review. Now, today, I'm still on a hunt for a, a bitter, basically. I can have a good bitter for 2024, and I've got the wrong glasses on. Because these ones, I don't see so very well. But with these ones, oh Jesus, hello there. So yes, so we're trying to hunt for a decent bitter for 2024. And, uh, yes, well... We're back on the Cheddar Ales, <laughs> which was kindly donated by Adrian. And uh, yeah, we'll see where this takes us. Now, this is supposed to be, um, it's called George Best, and it's supposed to be a Best Bitter, and of course, it's bottle conditioned, hence why I'm holding it a bit kind of uh, tentatively. But there is spiel on the back, it's uh, 4%. 500ml bottle. I don't know what price it is, but I think on average they're roughly about £2.50 plus. Now again, they're just going to give you all the kind of spiel about it being a bottle conditioned and how to pour it and everything else. But what it does say here is uh, Cheddar Ales Brewery. No, no, it's not. We've, right, we've heard all that. Right, so anyway, the George Best bit. Right, the Cheddar Ales bit was just all about whether where the brewery is and what a wonderful location it is and oh, all that wonderful ingredients we have and everything else it just makes our beers taste so wonderful <laughs> well you know all that kind of bollocks because they never have the brewery in a shit place never a bad place oh you should see this oh the crime we've got here by the way oh jeez we've got bars and everything including the toilet you know but it's always always lovely and tranquil and it's beautiful <laughs> and the water's always just so perfect Oh, and the ingredients just, oh, it just wafts, wafts up to our front door just by the wind. <laughs> you know, all that kind of mystical bullshit. But anyway, they're calling this George Best, and uh, it says, it is a distinguished best bitter with warm malt flavours and a clean bitter finish. Brewed using the finest Maris Otter and Crystal Malts with a blend of English Challenger, Golden and East Kent Golden Whole Hops. That actually sounds okay. Because I'm looking at the, what they've listed as the malts and the hops, and I'm like, that's actually ticking the boxes. That is actually following a, a, a kind of normal kind of ingredient list for a bitter. And many other kind of beers as well, depending on ratios and everything else. Now, it says uh, C, which of course is uh, how it looks. And it's copper bronze. Smell, or aroma, is grassy, hop, malty. Uh, bitter, it's uh, three hops out of five, and sweetness is three sugar lumps out of five. I will turn you around just to show you them, just in case people think I'm not being forthcoming and honest. So yes, so it's 4%, George Best, perfect condition, best bitter. It all sounds good, it all seems to be ticking the boxes. So let's crack it open and find out. A glass. Got the ball on to see. Oh, prepared. As you can see, a different location again. <laughs> different day, different room. <laughs> As I'm clearing and, and tidying up after I'm doing all the kind of clearing, I have to move to a different room because once I've got it all clear, I don't really want to go back in and mess it back up again. So that that's what I'm doing. It's like, you know. No. So yes, 
I'll be in the toilet steps. Yeah. You know, one of these reviews, I would just be sitting in the bath. <laughs> and that's the time when you think, right, let's stop watching him now. You know, <laughs> Jesus. And he's naked and I can hear water swelling about round about. That's it. Get, get away. Run while you can. Right, let's get it poured. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm living quite a sad kind of nomadic life right now. Although in saying that, though, it never stops. Never stops. Just try to pour this nice. So, uh, hopefully, I'll leave the, the shit in the bottle. As they say. Got a wee drizzle going there. That looks not too bad. I think I've hit the nail on the head. So, there we go. It's about half finger head, but I did pour it carefully. You could maybe get up to a finger head if you were a bit more vigorous in the pour, but being bottle conditioned, you don't want to have all that crap in the bottom of your glass. For the people of the podcast, um, how it looks, well, it's slightly opaque. It is a kind of dark amber, maybe slightly bronze colour. And uh, yeah, the head looks quite kind of, quite frothy. So it does. It looks actually quite a decent head. It's not the prawn cracker stuff that pisses off quite easily. And just in general, actually looks not too bad. Yeah, it was just me covering all the kind of facial expressions for the for Instagram. But yeah, let's see what it smells like. Malty. I'm getting malt. Strange enough, not really getting hops. There's there's little accents that kind of have a the aroma kind of hints towards hops, but there's no real defining kind of hop aromas. You know, it's like this or it's floral or whatever. It's just a little kind of accent that hints towards hops. But the main the main smells I'm getting is malt, a little bit of grain, but mostly malt. And it's actually quite a pleasant malt as well. Quite nice, pleasant smell. So, again, everything is looking good. It's my luck going to change for, for 2024. Am I tempting fate? Probably. So, anyway, let's see what it tastes like. It's actually not too bad, actually. It's, it's yeah. I think it's going to take a couple of sips to kind of really get the the bitterness in the back there and the kind of back of the roof of the mouth. But it's there. It's got a bit of floralness in the mid tongue. Quite nice and malty at the front of the mouth. And yeah, just overall first impressions. It's quite positive. Quite positive. Mm. Which is quite good, actually, because unfortunately, I ended up down in England again. I ended up staying in Carlisle, of all places. I didn't really want to stay in Carlisle. I ended up in Carlisle, and unfortunately, it was at one of the junction uh, Premier Inns. Actually, uh, just off the M6 motorway. So I was out in the mid middle of bloody nowhere. So there was no pubs kind of near me. And... Uh, Quite knackered and I was going to have an early start so unfortunately I was kind of stuck 
with uh, what was an offer in the bar. And unfortunately, I went for the meal deal in the pre-wedding. And unfortunately, again, the only options it was was included in the price. The alcoholic drink included in the price was either Coors or Carly. And I can go for Carly because that just gives me wind. So I have to go for Coors. God. It just has, just has no flavour at all in it. And then, of course, here's the, here, here's, here's the, the real rub of the green is when they turn around and say, but for extra, if you pay a bit extra, you can have the choice of Peroni, Moretti. Peroni, Moretti. There was another one that was annoying me. And Stella. What was the other one? Yeah, it was Peroni Moretti. Mmm. It's one of these other shitty piss waters. But I was just looking at it thinking, you got a bloody cheek, really? You want me to pay extra for that piss water, seriously? And hence, hence I ended up with a because I says, can I not change it for a dark beer? No. But saying that, the only dark beer they had on it was Guinness. But there was no other options. Oh, apart from they have Doombar in the bottle. It was even worse. So yeah, so I had that and then I ended up having three Guinnesses to try and get the, the taste and the embarrassment out of me. That just shows you how weak Guinness is nowadays. It takes me three pints of Guinness to basically dispel the flavour of a of a weak piss water like yours, you know. So, yeah. Needless to say, I, I went to bed early in shame. I thought, no, embarrassed. It really is. It's just wrong. The problem is I wanted to stay in Penrith. I thought, I'll stay in Penrith again because it means I can nip over because there's a couple of, you know, Cascale pubs round about and I can go get some Cascales and try that. But I couldn't get in. It was fully booked. Nah. So I ended up having to go up to Carlisle. God. And the only one I could get it to was the, the Junction ones. Saying that I needed to be in Carlisle in the morning anyway, but I was quite happy to travel up from Penrith in the morning to Carlisle, um, just so I could have some better beer, but my plans were dashed. Yes, but anyway, this is nice for Japan. I'd rather have had a bloody glass of this than the shit I had in the bloody hotel, Beef Eater. And they keep going on. Everyone's got 74 on it, because I think that's when it was established, it was 1974. It must be, they must be so proud of it because it's stamped everywhere. 74, 74, 74, uh, marvellous, uh. But yeah, maybe 1974 you actually had Cascales in your bar. You don't have them now. It's a piss water. But yeah, what was that other beer? That's annoying me now. Yeah, it'll come to me. But anyway. The business is there, but it's a wee bit lighter than I would want. I'd want just a little bit, you know, just a little bit more bitterness. But I mean, they're saying it's a three out of five for the bitterness. Um, I would say, yeah, I would say a three and a half, a four is is really what you kind of need. Um, but again, it's got to be balanced out with all the rest. And it's not too bad. It's fairly quickly well balanced with 
the other kind of flavour profiles. The problem is if it's too bitter, then it's going to stand out and it's going to be slightly imbalanced. But yeah, but there's nothing wrong with having a little bit more bitterness and a little bit more maltiness and just ramp everything up, just that half a step or one step more. I don't think that's a bad thing. Especially going by the price of this, because this is probably one of the big downfalls is for this beer is the last one we tried was a bit kind of ropey. I didn't really particularly enjoy that. I thought that was um, quite disappointing. But this one is a lot better and more traditional. They're not trying to kind of piss about by basically making a, a kind of more traditional British beer, but then using kind of new world hops. This is British hops, more kind of traditional British ale, using them all. And again, it seems to be a better balanced beer. They've got this one, which makes me think, if you can make a good beer like this, what are you doing pissing about with all these other nonsense? I mean, that's the thing that kind of gets me. And it seems to be a, a thing that other people agree with in the comments when we talk about it. Is that, why screw about? What is wrong with making a good traditional beer? Because guess what? There's lots of really good breweries in the UK that make good traditional beers. And they have a damn good reputation because of that. And they also have a healthy business and bank balance because of that. Because they make good beers at a good price, and guess what? People buy them. You know, I, mean, I think that's the whole point of it, is it not? Strange. But yeah, this is actually quite nice. Not too bad, actually. Like, let's put it down the flavours. Yeah. Start off with, you can get a nice level of malt. A little bit of sweetness there as well, but a little bit of sweetness just kind of runs all the way through. It kind of tails off just before the aftertaste, just tails off at the back end of the red tongue a bit. But it's just a nice little constant, but again, not too sweet. But you can see a connection between the malt and that sweetness. There's a nice bit of grain there to slightly balance it off the edge of the malt, so it's not too much in your face. But overall, it's just a nice kind of rounded start to the beer. It's not something big bang, it's not kind of in your face, that's just a nice little kind of rounded start to it. Moves on to the mid-tongue. And uh, yeah, that's when you start getting that little kind of the hops coming through. And it starts off initially in uh, slight floralness coming through in the mid-tongue. So you've still got the malt, it hasn't really kind of dissipated, it's still a good kind of level, which gives you that kind of body. This is one of the problems is sometimes the malt starts to kind of disappear a little bit or just kind of drops a bit in the mid-tongue. It does kind of maybe drag away some of the body there, but it's still there to a decent level. Same with the grain, and it means it's got a nice kind of body, so it's not watering the mid-tongue. The sweetness is there. Maybe it was so slightly less than it was at the start of the mouth, but it's still there. Um... But it's just giving you a nice kind of backbone. It's not really interfering with anything. And it just helps to get that little bit of connection with some of the, the flavours from the malt and things like that. And, uh, yeah, the floralness, it's not too much in your face. It's not too hoppy in any way, shape or form. I've had golden nails with far much more kind of floralness and amber with a lot more floralness. This is just enough just to kind of make the mid-tongue interesting. And just also helps to kind of start to kind of settle the beer in the mid-tongue, getting prepared for the more kind of bitter edge near the back end. And yeah, it's just a nice kind of like um, 
instigator of the kind of the hops coming into the beer and playing their part. And this is what it's about, with the right ingredients, playing their part at the right time and working to make a nice balanced beer. Now, one thing I would say is the bitterness comes in a little bit early because as it gets near the, the end of the mid-tongue, you're just starting to get the little accents of bitterness coming in there. And uh, they're kind of working with the floralness. It feels like it's almost like kind of like a, the back end of the floralness to start again and go slightly bitter. And then it moves over to the, the, the back of the mouth, the aftertaste. And what happens is because that sweetness is just kind of dropping off just then, I think that just kind of gives the bitterness that little bit of an oomph. I wouldn't say the bitterness gets stronger in the aftertaste. I think as the sweetness dies down, and that's what gives you that little bit more of a bitterness in the aftertaste. But again, not bad level of malt there. And it does kind of, the malt and the grain dissipates with a slightly floralness of the hops, and then the last thing to dissipate is the bitterness. But how would I say? It's not a strong bitterness, but I would say it's a, a kind of a long bitterness. So it's not a strong bitterness as in intensity or flavour-wise, but the bitterness just kind of, I would say kind of drags on a little bit longer than what we'd expect. Um, you know, it's, it's there before you swallow. It's there as you swallow. And it goes on quite a bit after you swallow, so it kind of lingers about. And yeah. Overall, it's actually not too bad. But like I said, one of the big problems is, is price. I'll need to check in this, but if it's around about the kind of £2.50 bar, I would say they're probably charging a bit too much for it. Now, again, you've got to understand, yeah, it's a, maybe a smaller brewery and it's got a smaller audience and for them to kind of make it work, they have to kind of charge maybe around about the £2.50. Which, yeah, okay, I can understand that. Um, but... You've also got to look in the basis as well. You're up against other breweries as well, and if they're selling a good beer, I mean, like, I can get a bottle of Fuller's. I mean, I, I'm giving Fuller's as an example, not because I buy lots of Fuller's, but I, I'm looking at the basis is that they're more of the kind of, the kind of more of the expensive end of kind of a good quality mainstream brewer. I mean, Fuller's is a good mainstream brewer, the products are available up and down the country, whether in Scotland, Wales, I'm not sure about Northern Ireland, but up and down England and everything else. They're easy um, bought in the supermarket. They're usually to you know, the top end, usually just slightly over £2, £2.10, £2.15, maybe up to £2.20. But I can get a, an ESB for cheaper than this. And that's a good beer. That's a good standard beer. And it's at the slightly more kind of higher end prices because most you're looking at between 170 to £2 is the kind of average price for most kind of ales in the bottle in supermarkets if you're looking at that. And of course, yeah, fillers, well, their odds just usually just over the £2 mark for their bottles. And I'm thinking, well, for £2.10, £2.15, I can get a bottle of ESB which is a good beer. 
So why would I then basically buy this beer, even though it's quite a nice place of beer, not a problem with it. But if it's around about the £2.50 mark, you're thinking, well, why would I be paying upwards of well, 30 to 40 pence extra? I mean, is it any better than an ESB? No. So again, it's got to be relative. Um, yeah, maybe okay if you're just, you know, in the local area, you think, oh, supporting local. Okay, that's fine, but... You know, and I think that plays its part with the scoring. So, what would I give this out of 10? Well, it's actually quite a nice beer. Like I said, it's nicely balanced. It's got the flavour profiles there. It's not watery. The malt's enough there to give it a bit of body, same with the grain. Get a nice bit of floralness. The bitterness, maybe not as strong as maybe I would like, but I do like it more of a bitter finish. But like it says, it's it's more of a long bitter rather than a strong bitter. Um, and on that basis, I actually, yeah. I mean, I could probably give it more, but I've got to take the kind of price into account. And I think, yeah, if it was round about the £2 mark, then yeah, I'd probably give it maybe a 6.5, maybe bordering on to a 7, because it's actually quite a nice beer. But if it is round about the £2.50 mark, which what I suspect then I'd say it's getting down more towards a five and a half, six. So I'll be fair, if it's round about the £2.50 mark, between 240 and 260 then I'm going to give it a six. Um, if it was closer to the £2 mark, then I'll give it a seven. But I think it's going to be closer to being a six. But yeah, it's quite a nice beer. I would recommend it, yeah, if you like bitters. It's quite a nice beer. It's easy to drink, as you can see, quite sessionable. And overall, nicely balanced beer and a heck of a lot better than the last one we tried from Cheddar. So, thanks for watching. Cheers. Bye for now.